0: Hi, and welcome to the Successful Artist Podcast, where we share actionable ways to grow your art business without sacrificing authenticity. I'm your host, Alyssa of Alyssa Wayland Consulting. Okay, welcome to episode one. Today, we're talking about how to write an effective artist statement. So first off, why do we even need an artist statement? Basically, to connect people with your work. In society, we used to need ways to realistically portray how things looked. Then the camera was invented, and we didn't need that anymore. Now as a society, we live in a confusing and dark and unfair world. And so what we need is ideas, emotions, beautiful things that make us want to keep going in life because life is hard. And so your artist statement should help people kind of understand what you offer them besides just maybe reproducing what reality looks like, but what kind of ideas and emotions having your work, seeing your work is going to inspire in them. So just as an example, the neon sculpture by Bruce Nauman in 1941, I really love this work, but it basically has this text in a neon sculpture and it just goes in a spiral. And the text that it has is, the true artist helps the world by revealing mystic truths. So your artist statement is going to kind of include these mystic truths, as Nauman says, or at least kind of allude to your mystic truths. From a business perspective, you know art is subjective, but SEO is not subjective, algorithms are not subjective, and so we need to give them something to work with and so that we can find your audience online. If we don't have an artist statement, if we don't know what your art is about, it's going to be really hard to try and convince people to buy art if we can't tell them what they're going to feel or what they're going to learn from looking at your art. If you have a clear artist statement, then we can use that in your marketing because we can say, hey, buy this painting so that you can always have a reminder of X, Y, Z, whatever kind of principle or truth that you believe in that your customer also believes in. So if, you, if your art isn't really about anything, then this is gonna be more difficult. So I would highly recommend picking something, make your art be about that. Okay, let's just talk definitions. What is an artist statement? An artist statement is a short statement written by the artist telling what you make and why. So you can think of this as your manifesto, what you believe in and how your work conveys it. Now, what is not an artist statement? It is not a bio. It is not talking extensively about your medium. It's not an art tutorial. It's not talking on and on about artists that have inspired you. It's not a CV. It's not a resume. It's not a journal entry. You can include some elements of all of those things, but they shouldn't be the focus. Your focus should be what you make and why. Okay, now let's talk about how to make an artist statement. And now if you already have one, it might be time to revamp it, kind of revisit it. If your work has evolved over the past few years, it might be a good time to go back and revamp your artist statement. If you don't have one, now's a great time to start. This is a good kind of preliminary thing that I do at the beginning of working with somebody to kind of make sure that we're on the same page and we know what we're talking about. Okay, so I broke this down into kind of three steps of how to make your artist statement. The first one is to brainstorm all of the things your art is about. The second one is to organize them into categories. And the third one is to flesh out the writing into a few paragraphs. Step number one, make a brainstorm of everything your art is about. So here are some questions that you can kind of ask yourself to get your mind going. How do I want people to feel when they look at my art? What issues does my work discuss? What is something I could give a 20-minute presentation on with no preparation? What is an important principle that as a society we do not talk about enough? What do you constantly talk to your friends and family about? What is on your mind while you're creating art? What is on your mind in your everyday life? Think about all of these questions and then just write down whatever comes to mind in your brainstorm. We can go back and delete later, but the important part about a brainstorm is that anything goes. So just add and add and add to your brainstorm. It's okay if it's super long. If you have, you know, any Instagram posts that you made where you really wrote out something heartfelt, then include that in your brainstorm. If you have something you wrote up for a gallery show, um, then put that on your brainstorm. We want to kind of collect everything together where you're talking about your artwork so that we can figure out, find the core of it later on. Okay, step number two is we're gonna organize stuff into a few different categories. Now for this section, I came up with a few examples for you to illustrate how you can make your points. So I have like a maybe basic example and then a more amped up example to kind of show you the difference of how you can make it a little bit better. So one of the categories that you can talk about that you should probably at least mention is something from your bio. So you might want to include some basic info about you, but really only if it relates to your art. If your art is about something that doesn't make sense to your life at all, then you don't have to mention what state you're from. But if it does relate to it, then I would mention something about your background. So here's an example. I want to make sure that you're making it personal. I don't want you to just throw in bio information just to have it in there, but I want you to connect it to your art. So for example, instead of saying, I'm an artist from Colorado, mom of four, and small business owner, you could instead say, as a mother of four, I make art inspired by the unlimited expectations piled upon modern mothers. So you can see how I tie those two ideas together, and I show how my art shows that idea so maybe the art is sculptures and the mom has her hands full like literally has her hands full and so it's pretty obvious how her bio relates to that and so with the artist statement you're just sharing like yeah like i am a mom this is my life this is what it's about make sure to tie your bio to your artwork the second category you can talk about is your medium which you should probably at least mention. You know, your medium might be just kind of a basic, yeah, it's oil painting. Like you can't really say that much more about it, but a lot of people have interesting mediums. And so if you do, you should kind of go into that a little bit. So as an example, instead of saying, I create mixed media collages, you could say, I incorporate everything from trash, flowers, and acrylic paint into my collages to show the importance of fleeting moments that may feel insignificant at times. You really should not be saying mixed media. (laughs) It's not really a great term in the contemporary art world. And so I would avoid saying mixed media. I would get more specific about what is being included in your art. As you can see, again, I tie the medium to the meaning. If there isn't a huge meaning about the medium or the technique, you can also put technique in here. If there isn't anything super crazy about your technique, then just mention like, acrylic paint, and then you can get more into the why later on. But I just wanted to include that in case you have a really unique medium or technique. Okay, the third category that you can talk about is your why. And so this is when you really need to get specific. A lot of people, there are certain topics that we just see over and over again. So we do not want to just be the same as everybody. I know you're a unique person, and there are things about you that nobody else has. So Here are some things that you want to avoid saying, or if you say them, then the next sentence should be a lot more unique. I make art about the beauty of nature. I see that all the time. I make art about living intuitively. I see that all the time. I make art about living creatively. Again, very repetitive things that we see a lot of artists, especially on Instagram. A lot of people are interested in these themes, which is fine, but I want to see what kind of unique spin you have that not everyone else has because if your art is the same as everybody else, then I might not follow you because I might be following a few other artists who do the same thing anyways. So here's my example for getting specific. So instead of saying, I make art that explores the beauty of nature, you could say, I make art that uses recycled materials taken from local rivers to highlight the ecological pain of the climate disaster. So a lot more specific, not everybody is using recycled materials. Not everybody is talking about the climate disaster. A lot of people are, but not every single artist out there. Whereas so many artists are talking about the beauty of nature. If you, your art really is about the beauty of nature, maybe it could be about endangered species. Maybe it's about specific types of animals. Maybe it's about pets. Maybe it's about like, lesser known flowers. I don't know, but there's got to be something that's specific about it. Because if you're in an oversaturated field, especially in the art world, that's going to be extremely difficult for you to break into and differentiate yourself. So make sure that you find what makes your proposition unique. In the marketing world, we say unique value proposition. What value you provide that other people cannot provide. And so if your artist statement is you just saying the same value that a bazillion other people are saying, that's not going to make people connect with you in a deeper way. So you really kind of got to dig deeper especially if your art is about nature, intuition or creativity those are a little bit more oversaturated i would say. Okay, here's another example for getting specific. Instead of saying i make abstract paintings that encourage others to live creatively, say i make action paintings with wild intuitive movements and unexpected neon color combinations to encourage living loudly and creatively in a world that wants us to be quiet and conform. You can see the second example is a lot more specific. It is tied to the technique and the colors and it's tied to a really specific idea of living loudly living creatively and the world not wanting us to live that way try and explore and figure out what makes you unique as a person and also what makes your art unique if you're stuck think about what people say about your work Think about what your friends and family say about your work. If you have any friends or maybe collectors who have a good understanding and a really deep appreciation of your work, you can ask them, hey, what makes my work unique? What makes my work different? And they can tell you what they like about you specifically. I know no matter who you are, there is something about you that's unique. We just need to find it. So if you feel like everybody else is doing the same thing as you, I promise you that's probably not true. Maybe it is. And maybe you need to change your artwork. I'm not sure, but I'm not here to tell you to change your artwork. But what I am here to tell you is you need to find your unique value proposition, or UVP, as we say in the marketing world. So now that you've got kind of your why, and your why is kind of your core thing of your artist statement, it's kind of your biggest section. Now that you've got stuff kind of organized into categories, try and kind of flesh out the writing into paragraphs. So this should be a few paragraphs, two to four paragraphs, depending on the size of them. You can look them up and make sure that it's roughly the same size as a lot of other artist statements that you see. But um, some things to maybe think about, it could be fun to do like an extended metaphor, um, use some nice imagery. Don't go crazy on the adjectives because that can get old really quick. But just try and make the writing good, try and make it sound nice, read it out loud a few times, and make sure that you have someone else look over it. Especially if English isn't your first language, really, really important to have a few people look over it, read through it, and if there's anything, also, make sure you have people look over it who are not artists themselves, because you want this to make sense to collectors. And, you know, they might not know exactly the difference between acrylic and oil paint, But if they're reading this and they get really confused, not a good sign because you want collectors to be able to understand this. Have someone look over it, have a few people look over it, and make sure it makes sense. And they might have some feedback. Don't get offended, it's nothing personal. It's just trying to make it make sense, be concise. If you have any fluff, try and take out any fluff. If you're saying the same thing twice, try and take that out. Try and be as concise as possible and say as much as you can. In the least amount of words okay so those were my steps um and then i have a few mistakes that i see a lot i just wanted to go over these mistakes real quick so that you can make sure that you're not committing any of these artist statement sins <laughs> try not to use fancy words just to use fancy words there's this weird art speak culture in the art world it kind of makes you sound stupid so <laughs> it's okay to use big words but Don't use big words just to try and sound smart because you end up sounding stupid. Try and keep it at a reading level. Don't include a bazillion extra words. Don't include fancy words that don't have any meaning. Only include words that have meaning. Tip number two, do not include any typos or grammatical mistakes. Again, I see a lot of artists will send me their artist statement that have been live on their website for years and they just have a bunch of grammar mistakes. So... Make sure to check it a bunch of times for that because that's not professional. Make sure it's a few paragraphs. Make sure it's a good length. And make sure that you are speaking in first person. You are saying I. You are not talking in third person. You're not saying she or the artist. No, you're talking about yourself. So first person narrative form. I hope this helps you to form your artist statement. Again, this is really going to be vital because it's going to help us determine What kind of people we're going to market your art towards. This is going to help people connect with your artwork. This is going to be kind of the core. So once you have your artist statement down, this is where we're going to take your messaging for. Okay, so your content, your content pillars that we're going to make down in the future. And I'm going to make some videos on that. But we're going to get your your value pillars and your content pillars and your messaging pillars. We're going to get all of those we're going to take from your artist statement. And so you want to make sure that it really feels good to you, that it really reflects who you are as an artist. And if it doesn't, just keep working on it. Maybe set it aside for a day or two and and come back to it. But once you have your artist statement down, that's when we can start working on your messaging. We're going to take, we're going to pull from your artist statement and we're going to put those words on your website in different spots. We're going to put that in your bio, on your social media, in your bios, hopefully. Um, I like to tell people to get a mini artist statement of a short sentence and have that be in their bio. Because if you just say in your bio, oh, like acrylic painter, like, okay, whatever. But if you say something more specific, like I make art that captures the fleeting moments of motherhood or something, then somebody will see that and they're like, oh my gosh, like, I love that. I believe in that too. So you got to give Some give the people something that they can either resonate with and love it and fall in love with your work or they can say you know this isn't for me and then they don't follow they move on with their lives and that's fine but we gotta at least put ourselves out there so that people can decide whether or not your work is for them it's not going to be for everybody that's okay but it is going to be for some people and if we can be specific about what your art is about and if we can convey that in a clear and concise and compelling way then the people who do like your art will instantly be able to resonate with it so what I want for you is I want you to have the kind of artist statement that when your ideal customer reads it they just say like oh my gosh yes this is it this is what I've been looking for like this artist is like a kindred spirit to me I feel like we'd be such good friends like This is exactly what I've been thinking about. This is such an important thing. I love this concept. And they are just set on fire with it. They love it. They're passionate about it. If you can create that reaction in people, that is what converts people into customers, repeat customers, collectors, lifelong collectors, and people who will get commissions from you, people who support you, people who will be your newsletter subscriber. And every time you drop a new collection they know because they marked their calendar and they know that at six o'clock on tuesday whatever they better be there and checking and they're gonna buy the painting because they know that they love your art because you were able to really clearly convey what your art is about i hope this helps you to refine your artist statement or create your artist statement from scratch if you have any questions please let me know you know where to find me and I will see you next time on the Successful Artist Podcast. Thank you. Bye.